Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back to the show. I'm excited. Every Thursday for the rest of the football season, we should have done this from the start of the year, but I wasn't sure if he was going to be around. I waited long enough to make sure he was going to be around. Curtis Riggs was going to be with us every Thursday, so... We'll talk football every Thursday, high school and college. And uh, here in the second half of the show, we have Coach Glow joining us, Jim Glogowski of the USF Cougars. And uh, just just know that uh, this is the guy that quarterbacked the Cougars to their first ever national championship, Coach. So he might the the scrutiny from him might be a little tougher than it is from me. Jeez, man, talk about welcome to the show. You first lead in with I don't know if he's going to be around. I thought you were talking about me. I was like, my stomach started to drop, and now you start talking about the pressure with Curtis on here. This wasn't part of the deal, but we'll see if we can make it through. Yeah, yeah, it, he's he's a tough one. He's a tough one. I, it, it, I played so long ago. Those those guardian caps that players wear now on their helmets, those were, those were the helmets, helmets for me. Yeah, when we played. Yeah, those things are pretty ugly. Uh, but but if they help with concussions, then we're happy for it. Yeah. So. All right, you got to win. I was waiting for you to get a win before I called you to get you on the show because I don't want you grumpy. Uh, how how good does that make your team feel? So that kind of erases the uh, the the bad taste in your mouth from week one. Yeah, it does. It, you know, the kids the kids have been awesome since day one. Since I walked in the door, uh, the day I actually got introduced to the team was December ninth, and it was a Friday about four o'clock and. Over half the team stuck around because the fall or the winter break had started, and um, since that day on, they've they've everything I've asked them to do, they've done. They've worked really hard. They want to be here. They want to be really good, and um, it's for them, as Coach Riggs knows. You know, you, those guys work really hard, and to see them get some results from that that are positive just makes you feel good as a coach. We were talking about the pressure that uh, the peer kids have uh, with having won six straight state titles. How many straight? Winning seasons has it been for the coup? Twenty-eight. Oh, I know that number inside now. That seems like the first thing everyone leads into. So uh, we get to six wins. I'm going to take a sigh of relief. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it's something that um, you know. You think about it. That okay. Put this in perspective here, Curtis. I mean, that streak started when I was in college. I mean, you think about that. It's crazy. You know, um, I think it was my senior year, maybe back in '94, '95, when the first one started, and this will be my 27th year of coaching. So. Um, it's crazy, and it's pretty cool because the alumni support, that's what creates the, the connection, right? And that's what keeps those guys that played here in the past so tied to the program. And it started with Coach Young, obviously, and, and every coach after that, I think, has done a great job from, you know, from Jed to, to John to everyone in between. You know, I think there's been a, a phenomenal um, effort to connect that Bob Young era uh, and keep it going, and that's what, uh, that's what makes the program special. Coach, you know, going back a little bit here, that first game of the season, uh, you know, thanks schedule makers on that one. <laughs> I mean, you put so much blood, sweat, and tears into uh, coaching at Mankato for a lot of years and had great success. It, it, what were kind of the emotions you're going through as that's the opening game? Yeah, you know, I told the players the closest thing I ever experienced to that was uh, my first year in coaching when I was a graduate assistant at Augustana, and we had to go to USD, which is where I played, to, to play. And that was odd, but nothing like this, where you spend seven years, and I'll give you an example. Dakota Smith is one of their linebackers, and uh, Dakota had broken his ankle, dislocated it during the spring ball, 
and um, had to have surgery. Well, I actually had my shoulder replaced, and we were in the same surgical unit the same day. His mom or his dad and mom were there, and my wife was there. And like it sounds odd, but you go through that. You know, you go through funerals with kids. You know, we had some unfortunate events like that, and all the things that happen, as you know, as a coach off the field that have nothing to do with X's and O's. And you experience that. They're at your house, cookouts. They know your family. My kids looked up to them. Shoot, my one son, Ben, who's a freshman here at USF, I mean, he basically grew up with those guys, you know. And then to see him out there making plays, there's a part of me, as dumb as it sounds, that was kind of like, oh, man, that was a nice play. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, that's the other squad. And (laughs) even taking a left after you come out of the locker room was weird, right? And, I mean, I've been through almost, I don't know what it was, 70 or 80 games with those guys, and this is the first here. And certainly I'm excited to be here and happy to be here, but there was some really odd Certainly some odd things when you're the head coach at a place for the first time on top of the fact that all the guys across the field, I think I recruited over half those kids, and, and that made it unique, and the coaches, and the last time we were on the field together, you know, we got beat in the playoffs out in Colorado, and so just a lot of shared memories, um, you know, fortunate that I was part of that, but yeah, definitely glad it's over. And that applies to almost every level, Curtis. I mean, you, you have those relationships with your players, maybe more so when you had more local guys on the team at the Storm, but... Uh, those are the things that make your job rewarding is the relationships you create with your, with your team. Well, and, and you create that instant, uh, uh, rivalry, which you're not quite ready for yet. You know, you step on the sideline of the other side now. And as coach is talking about, it, he recruited the majority of these guys. And now he has to look at them as a, uh, an opponent rather than, Hey, this is someone that looks at me as a father figure. And that's where, yeah, those emotions come into play. Now, it, it better start to distance itself as you, <laughs> you're representing USF now. And, um, you, you know, who, the Duluth, how's Duluth look this week, coach? You know, it's, uh, same old Duluth, right? Big physical running game, offensive lineman that can really get after it. Um, one of those situations where we're going to have to make sure that we're doing a much better job than we did against Mankato of, of fitting gaps and being lined up properly. And that's probably the most disappointing thing for me. Um, going back to that Mankato game as a defensive guy there was times when you know I'm like oh my gosh if it comes over here oh wait a minute it's coming this way and that's not good and so we were going through some of those struggles I think we got better last week but this football team that we're going to play on Saturday is an experienced group on defense a little bit younger on offense but the quarterback is about 6'1 245 and I mean they just it's like old school football where they're running power read and quarterback keeps it and I think he has about close to 35 percent of all of their football carries you know and by far the leading rusher, um, you know, and it's only two games in, but yeah, he's a load. And, uh, I saw him a little bit last year when we played at Mankato and they came down there. He was kind of a part of a two-headed monster and the one kid did not come back. And so now it's, it's the Kyle Wall Jasper show for lack of a better term. So it will not be a three and a half hour game. Oh man, I don't think so. <laughs> I certainly not from our end. It's not going to be. I, I think it's one of those games where, um, possessions will be critical, right? Um, you know, are you talking about probably 10 or 11 maybe possessions, which is, which is quite a, you know, it's, that's not very many. And with the new rules, with the clock running and whatnot on, uh, on first downs now um, until the last two minutes of the quarter and the second and the fourth, it does seem to go faster. There's been about seven or eight fewer plays in the first two games that we normally get. So, yeah, I mean, like always, the, the possessions are critical. What you do with them and how you get them and, and what position you're in when you get them is going to be uh, a big part of the game. Jim Klogowski is our guest here, the New head football coach at USF. And I'm kind of curious, as you look at your roster now, as compared to the roster when you, the day that you were hired, how different is it? Well, you know, it's quite a bit different. There was a, you know, the portal is what it is, and um, there's probably seven or eight. I think that's probably a, a pretty fair assessment. Seven or eight guys that potentially would have started for us. 
obviously Zach Durfee was a heck of a player, and he's now at the University of Washington. There was, uh, of the five offensive linemen, one graduated, and the other four went in the portal. Uh, one's down at Wayne State. There's one at Charlotte, one at Eastern Illinois. So they're kind of all over the place. Uh, pretty crazy. I was telling the story. I got a phone call from Appalachian State, University of Houston. They were calling on these kids because they were in the portal, and they said, hey, Coach, what can you tell me about such and such? <laughs> and, and, I mean, that was, and I had been here for about a few weeks, and so that was really bizarre, you know. Uh, Cody Jansen, the linebacker, I think he's down at Samford. Uh, and just for fun, this past weekend, I, on the way home on the bus, I kind of checked the other websites, and a lot of those guys are playing vital roles for those programs. So I think it speaks to the program of Sioux Falls. It speaks to John Anderson and his staff and the talent they recruited, that those guys are talented enough to go play at a higher level. Um, you know, and there's some injuries and whatnot. And, you know, I, I think on Saturday we took two seniors that played and eight true freshmen, seven of which played. So that was pretty unusual for me. Um, plus, you know, at Mankato we had a lot of veteran experience. And the year that we didn't have a lot of veteran experience, in 2021 we were 6-5. and five. So, you know, a couple weeks back I think Notre Dame was playing and there was a stat about the quarterback that had transferred, I think from Wake Forest, if I'm not mistaken. He had over 3,500 snaps going into that transfer season. I mean, that's incredible. And as Coach Riggs knows, as, you know, as a, it's, that's incredible. The experience level, you just can't, you can't pay for it. It's like saying I bench 200 pounds. And tomorrow I want to bench 300. It doesn't matter what you do or how hard you try. That's not going to happen. So there's a process and, and there's a there's a program mentality that we're trying to create here. And and that's all you can do is day after day try to get better. And I hope we play better this Saturday than we did last Saturday and so on. You know, the hard part when you transition into a new program is everyone just kind of looks at the wins and losses. And there's so many other things that come into play with, with change and, and little things like just a routine of, of traveling, like learning how your players travel, the routine that you have maybe is different than the routine they've had in the past. How how has all that gone? The expectations and learning your coaching style. Yeah, that's been uh, it's been interesting. I, for example, uh, on the bus, you know, most people are accustomed to having an offensive bus and a defensive bus, and then typically the positions room together. Well, the way that I like to do it is I just mix and mash everybody. Actually, I probably spend way too much time on it than I should. I kind of enjoy it, putting the biggest offensive lineman with the smallest DB. <laughs> and then I make them eat together. So when they come down to eat the meal, the two guys that room together have to sit together at the same table and then put their cell phones away, no cell phones at dinner. So that kind of stuff is, it sounds silly, but, you know, when I was a head coach at Simpson eight years, that was just, you know, that was standard operating procedure. Well, you come here and these guys are like, wait, that's not how we used to do it, you know. Uh, now, the only, the only thing that's kind of unique about that is our staff is brand new as well. So now you're talking about, and as maybe Curtis knows, you know, who's packing the bus, who's got the towels, who's got the headsets, uh, you know, because our, our younger coaches do all the equipment. So, you know, we forgot a cooler. <laughs> and I walked down to the, the, the lobby last week on Saturday morning and I saw this gray igloo cooler and I'm like, that isn't ours. Where'd you get that? Well, I'm sorry, Coach. I forgot ours. I had to go buy. <laughs> you know, so that kind of stuff is it's always interesting. You never think about. But, um, you know, snacks at night and Gatorade after the game and, and all the things. Um, you know, we had Chick-fil-A. Go figure. I've never had Chick-fil-A after a game. So for me, that was different. The kids wanted that. And this week we're going back to the old standard pizza. You know, so all that stuff matters. I try to give – we have three captains that I give a lot of responsibility to. They get to pick the uniform combinations and all that kind of stuff. And, and we always laugh because if they want oatmeal cream pies, you got to have at least four second motions on that because I'm not a big oatmeal cream pie guy. But we did get some zingers. We got some uh, ho-hos and Twinkies and some red Twinkies too, Mark, which I think you'd probably be a red Twinkie guy. They're pretty darn good. Uh, uh, what are, are they like? What do they taste like? Uh, I got, they... got a little coconut coating, um, but you just, I mean, standard Twinkie, right? But it's red. It was delicious. Huh. <laughs> so, you know, stuff like that, it's, it's, uh, it's fun, it's unique, and I think we, we try to make it fun, right? We're not... You know, 
by Friday, or whatever it is when you go on the bus, the game plan is in. As my old coach, uh, Korean, used to say, the hay's in the barn. Uh, it's time to go get it. And physically, you're, you're prepared. Mentally, you sharpen up, and then you go play Saturday. I would have thought the uh, Twinkies would be purple. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'll tell you what. As long as they're not stale, I'll eat anyone. So it doesn't matter to me. But it, it's, it's been fun. Those guys have a lot of fun with it. And, you know, uh, food's always a big part of traveling, as you guys probably know. And then what movies you pick. Um, kind of at a plat. We watched uh, – I'm trying to get you guys to watch All the Right Moves with Tom Cruise. That's like a classic. Or the program. that was that's I forgot it's like 30 years old now. You yeah. know, But these guys don't even appreciate a good football flick. So – they put on some movie, like some space movie with some dude flying out of a rocket in his basement. I don't know. I, I just turned it off. I couldn't even. I just started watching film. But nowadays, you know, you got YouTube TV on your phone, and we watched Notre, or we watched, uh, who was it? I think it was Alabama and Texas on the way home, and then I watched some of the NSIC games. I mean, it's traveling right now is a lot different than it was when I first started playing or when it was 19, you know, 1995. There's a lot of different options on the way home. I like the idea of forcing guys to spend time with somebody they wouldn't otherwise. Obviously, that's the reason for doing that, right? Oh, absolutely. And at first, I think it's awkward. But we have a little game on the bus, at least my bus, and we play Guess Your Roommate. And so if they guess their roommate correctly, they get to change roommates. So, you know, we try to have a little fun with it. It's not, Now, when you get to the hotel, the, the guy at the front desk isn't too happy with that, you know, because you've got to change all that stuff around. But I think it took me almost a half hour to sort out the original roomie list that I sent to the one that we changed around. But, I mean, what the heck. If it's not fun, what are you doing it for? And, and our kids, uh, it's funny how I've noticed this week, just in a very small sample, the guys that are talking to each other on the sideline that maybe didn't before, because now all of a sudden you have a relationship and you're trying to create that. And at the end of the day, that's also part of football, the life skill of getting along with everybody. And, you know, that's just, as you guys know, teams are unique. And and sometimes the difference between a really good team and and an average team is the ability for the guys to play for each other, with each other. And that's all we're trying to create. Coach, how's the the transition gone for the other new coaches, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, getting to learn the personnel? Well, I think for Coach Luters, you know, he's done this for a long time. He's got a lot of experience as a coordinator. So for him, I've, I've kind of been hands-off. I've been spending a lot of time with the defense, not because they can't handle it, but because, like, for example, for us uh, at nickel, that's a unique position. So I'm just coaching the nickels right now, whereas Coach Little John has the Mike and Wills. So, um, but Spencer's doing a good job. I'm, I'm letting him learn on the run, too. You know, there's there's been times the last couple weeks where I've wanted to jump in and call a blitz or say back off, but... I think to give him the ability to do his job, I need to be hands-off a little bit. We talk quite a bit during the week about how we want to attack people. But what we're doing is not rocket science. You know, we're playing a lot of base. We're playing a lot of four down. We're trying to make people earn it and beat us. And to me, um, the X's and O's and what you call on a Saturday aren't as important as what you do on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to get these guys confident and comfortable. And that's what we're trying to do. You know, a lot of our coaches are younger in their early 30s, and so – um, three of them got married this summer, and so it's you know I'm trying to teach these guys too. Hey, get out of here at seven o'clock. You don't have to be here till ten o'clock. Just because you're here till ten doesn't mean you're going to play better. You know. <laughs> so some of the lessons I've learned over the years that hey, have a life, go home, see your family. There's no reason to be here all night long. That doesn't make you a better coach. It doesn't make you smarter. It just means that you think you know more than the guy across the field. And ultimately, it's more about what your kids know, not what you know as a coach. So there's an element of coaching the coaches too. And you know, my perspective is. Uh, I, I tell the kids this all the time. If you go with your significant other to a, a a party, right, and the first thing someone says, what do you do? Like, right, that's how do you define yourself as what you do for a living. And I want these guys to be defined more than that, as corny as that might sound, you know, husbands, fathers, that kind of stuff. And so I think that falls on me as a coach because if I'm demanding and expecting them to be here all night, you know, go take your kids to school in the morning. You know, we'll get plenty of work done. So that part of it, I think, 
10 different guys from 10 different staffs from 10 different parts of the country, that's been really unique because I really only knew two or three of these guys that I actually hired. I tried to hire the best fit, not necessarily my buddies. Um, you know, it's like going into business with your family. It's, it's a delicate balance, right? So I wanted to hire guys that would be a good fit. And guys like Chuck Morrell, he recommended Ryan Springer. So I called Chuck, and Ryan was a GA at Fresno, and then he had worked for Chuck at Montana Tech. And so, you know, some of these guys that are here are here because of like guys like Chuck that I trust, that I respect, because that's what I needed to do to round up the staff. Jim Glugowski is our guest. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious. This is, you know, it's, you made a move. You're in Sioux Falls. I'm curious how long it takes you to feel like this is home because that's important. It's your whole family. And, and for you, I don't think it takes more than five minutes. But how, <laughs> how do the Glugowskis feel about the move to Sioux Falls? You know, it's been really good. Um, this is the first time. My wife and I just had our 25th anniversary in June. We actually got married in the cathedral in downtown Sioux Falls, and then six days later moved to Pennsylvania. So there was a small, small wrinkle in time where we actually lived here together. But I was actually a apartment manager on those apartments behind O'Gorman High School. So when I was a GA at Augustana, I was actually shoveling sidewalks to pay the rent. So I do have a little bit of Sioux Falls in me. Not that you thought we'd go down this road. But the point being is, is that... For me, over the years, as the kids got older and we came back to see my in-laws because they live here in Sioux Falls, there was an element of familiarity with it, you know. Now, the odd part is my son, Ben, who's a freshman on the football team, even though we live here in town, he feels like he's away from home because all of his friends and buddies are in Mankato, Minnesota. So it's kind of weird in that he's like any other freshman away from home, even though mom and dad are in the same town. Everything for him is brand new. But um, it's been great. My daughter, Sam, is in fourth grade, and, and she's fourth grader, 10 years old, little girl that slams the door on me. So nothing's changed between Mankato and Sioux Falls. <laughs> That's still the same. And, you know, my 18-year-old spends money that he doesn't have, and then he tells me, oh, I didn't know, you know. And then I've got two older ones that are 24 and 21 that are both engaged and doing their thing and living up by the cities. And so, um, yeah, we just decided to have another child when I was 40. It just seemed like a good idea at the time. And now I do the math, and I'm like, whoa, this is a little bit different. But so it's all good. It's We're enjoying it. My wife is She's awesome. You know, she's been a coach's wife, 17 different jobs in 25 years of marriage, right? So every time we've moved, she's picked up, and if it wasn't for her, Kate, I wouldn't be able to do this. And um, she went to O'Gorman, so she's from Sioux Falls. And so that part of it, I think, has been really unique for her, first time in all these years we've been in the same town with a grandparent. And so, and I'm from Omaha, so my mom's still down in Omaha. And that was a big reason why this job was so attractive to me. Certainly, Sioux Falls is a great place and all that good stuff. It is. And there's no doubt about it. Great people. But personally and professionally for me, it just seemed like a great fit. And as I get towards 50 here, it's kind of like you start thinking about what's next. And, you know, ideally, you'd love to be here for some years and retire and call it good. You know, and I just, this coaching profession, as you guys know, Curtis, you know, it's it's crazy. You never know how it's going to go, and you just want to surround yourself with good people and um, have a chance to be successful. And if you have that, you're pretty lucky. Well, Coach, this has been great. I'm tired from listening to you, so we got to take a break here. Not Sorry. tired. No, I'm not tired oh. of listening to you. I'm tired. You're so energetic. You just, yeah. Well, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks yeah, for having me. That was a compliment. I think so. Yeah. Well, we started off with you telling, maybe thinking I was going to be done here, and then all of a sudden we've gone to a compliment at the end, so I feel pretty good about the last 15 minutes. I don't know where you got that from in the beginning, but whatever. <laughs> well, you said he didn't know if that curse was going to be around. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't know you were talking about Curtis. I was like, I don't know if this guy was going to be around. I waited to get him on the show, and I'm like, wow, I, maybe I was in hot water at the beginning of the year. I don't all know. Right. All right, we're, we're done. we got to go to break. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. See you guys. Thanks. 
Coach Jim Glogowski, he's one of a kind. This guy had more issues with his eyes. The minute he first came out of surgery, he walked in with a huge grin on his face. And for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were going to go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. For that extra special gift, look no further than the Diamond Room. Justin Shadow and his staff will make the entire experience an enjoyable one. We've been helping customers for almost three decades, and Alone Spectre has actually been in the business much longer than that. We have the largest selection of loose diamonds in the region. We also have two in-house goldsmiths and two graduate gemologists on staff. Visit the Diamond Room at 3501 West 57th Street, Sioux Falls, or call 605-362-0008 for an appointment. Or you can always check out our new website at thediamondroom.com. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013. Or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Your joints are your connection points. And when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason, and it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you, and that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have great life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. (laughs) I I know that. (laughs) 
but our golf pro certainly Four. can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. Okay, Curtis Riggs is uh, our co-host today, and he will be every Thursday throughout the football season. Got to ask your favorite meal at Arby's. Regular roast beef. Keep with, it simple. Yeah. Five curl, for five bucks fries. back in the day was the best. Yeah, curly fries. Can't beat that. No. And, and, uh... And how many times a week do you think maybe you stop at Lewis Drug? Well, I, I've got two. I mean, they're always right there in your neighborhood. No matter where you are, it's like there's a Lewis. Uh, I would say three to four times a, a week easily. Isn't it nice to know you've got somebody like that that you can count on? Pharmacy, to take care of you. everything. It seems like, yeah, yeah oh, now i got to buy this, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot. Well, I'll go right <laughs> back to the store because it's three minutes away. Uh, thanks for being here. This is fun. I hope you can do this every Thursday. This should be a great night tomorrow night of high school football. So uh, you'll be doing a, a game on the radio? Yep, I'm doing uh, Lincoln-Harrisburg, Brandon Valley-Roosevelt. And the Lincoln-Harrisburg is on Metro Sports, right? Metro Sports and then KWSN for the Brandon Valley-Roosevelt. Awesome. Well, you do a great job there. Thank you. I enjoyed listening to you. So uh, next week we'll uh, get you on Thursday again. We'll talk some high school and we'll talk some college football. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Increase the value.